0: Ladies and gentlemen, I give you. You are listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pemba and James Grande. What's going on, every Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast, recording here Sunday evening for Monday's five game main slate. James, it is Super Bowl week, so we have kind of an interesting NBA schedule. I don't necessarily know if the Super Bowl is entirely impacting the way the NBA played this out. We also have the NBA trade deadline on Thursday, which plays a whole nother wrinkle into the lineups and roster construction. When it comes to DFS, we already saw a big name traded today, Karis Levert going from the Indiana Pacers to the Cleveland Cavaliers for nothing. For salary relief, a protected first round pick and like a pair of second round picks. So as the week goes along, make sure you are standing by make sure you're in our discord i don't know if you guys have noticed in our discord today uh i added a bot to our discord that will automatically input roster and lineup news into the discord channel so no longer will you be can you claim i was not aware because it's all right there for you just scroll the channel i added the underdog bot in there they are the goat the 101 the best news for NBA that you can follow right now and up to the minute information so that's now part of our discord gonna be helpful to everybody there but throughout the week trades are gonna happen especially thursday the trade deadline so be wary of making your lineups and being be aware and be able to adjust on the fly if needed but james like i said looking over this week's schedule you know a lot of like mid-sized slates we got a couple 10 gamers obviously saturday is the big one sunday super bowl sunday just two games here but you know we're in this five to seven game territory for most of the week
1: yeah right in our wheelhouse so i'm very excited for it um, looking to get after it and just ready to have another good week. We are looking ahead, as you mentioned, trade deadline. Lots of stuff going on. This week is going to be wild. We need to make sure, again, like John said, we're hip to the news. We have this week, next week, and then so we're two, about two and a half weeks away from the All Star break. So sure, let's let's continue to dominate and as we head towards a little break, it'll be a nice little reset. But for now, we're going to continue the grind.
0: We are going to continue the grind. That is uh. That is definitely for sure. Let's take a look here. If Vegas has released any totals, which they have not.
1: <laughs> no, no. No
0: shot. in that no shot oh, wait, was Wait, wait. I see one. You see one. So
1: I don't see one where I'm looking. Are you on DraftKings Sportsbook? DK Sportsbook has given us, has blessed us with one game just literally as I updated it. It's Raptors, Hornets, 226, Hornets giving one to the Raptors at home.
0: Wow. That's uh, That one is uh, tasty. We also have Miami versus Washington, Phoenix versus Chicago on a back-to-back here, Golden State and OKC, and the New York Knicks versus the Utah Jazz on this five-game slate. The, uh, 9 p.m., late-night hammer, James. So once again, I'm, I'm kind of getting used to some of these slates where they're over before midnight, right? And that's that's always a pus So we're not out there in our sweats here waiting for the, the 10 p.m. to 10.30 game sometimes <laughs> even to kick off and get going. So all of that said, let's jump into it. Uh, point guard position. We have Steph Curry at 10, a price tag. Again, we've gone back and forth on, but with it only being a five game slate here, James, he is the top priced overall player. Going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder, who did not cover the spread last night. First time in a while that did not happen here. Against the Thunder this year, 39 fantasy points in just 29 minutes because I can only assume both of these games are wildly blowouts. But he is he is 10-5 as the top price play. Chris Paul, 9-6 against Chicago. I do like this spot for Chris Paul. I know he did not come through. For us against the Wizards, but 31 minutes, but don't really let that be too deceiving here. While the Suns won by 15, the Suns also lost the fourth quarter by 19 points, which (laughs) which means they went into the fourth quarter up 34. So Chris Paul went for 14, 9, and 4 there, playing 31 minutes. I'm expecting a much more competitive game against the Chicago Bulls in the more recent competitive games here out of Chris Paul, 49, 51, 63, 64. There's a 59, a 54, and like... He's paying off the price tag, James. Not even, I, I'm kind of buying into this one right here.
1: Yeah, Curry's fine. I don't hate 10-5. When, it starts, when we start getting towards 11K with, in current form, I don't love. I, he has been better. I'll grant him that. He has been shooting the ball much better. 48% over his last four games from the field and from three. So Curry has that going for him. I do like Chris Paul. I, I think the Bulls defense has obviously, as everyone has seen, they are missing their two best you know what? I'll say three best defenders, if you want to include Patrick Williams, who hasn't been there all year. But no Caruso, no Lonzo, no Williams. It's really tough to to stop people. And that was going to be the concern coming into the year with DeRozan, Levine. They obviously have addressed most of those issues, playing Caruso a whole bunch of minutes and playing Lonzo a whole bunch of minutes. But without them, nobody's there to guard Chris Paul. I think he's going to have free reign. I mean, and, nine of and eleven. They, they think AO is a good defender, right? AO is a very he is a very good defender, but he's just another key. He, he and who's AO gonna guard tomorrow? Is he gonna guard? Chris, he's gonna guard Devin Booker, right? It's. Like, I
0: would assume so. So today's starting line of GMs, I don't know if you saw it, was AO, Troy Brown, DeRozan, Javante Green, and
1: Vucevic. Yeah, it's tough. It, I mean, that's tough. Like you're starting Javante Green, who's six five at power forward, right. and Demar DeRozan, who's six six. Like. That, that's your front court along with Vucevic. It's, Chris Paul is going to have a, a... I mean, nine of his last 11 have been double-digit assist games. This is going to be 10 of 12. Like yeah. He's going to double-double. I guess my question is, because I like Chris Paul, do you like him more than LaMelo... I mean, LaMelo's been bad the last two yeah, games.
0: Yeah, so LaMelo got benched in the fourth quarter of the Cleveland game, I think it was. He actually didn't, like, come back in that game at the end. It was a one-point loss, and he, if you look at the box score, after he picked up, like, his fifth foul, they pretty much didn't play him for the final eight minutes. Yeah, they just, uh, they had enough of whatever he was doing on the floor, uh, and then they ended up losing by one. And then the blowout against Miami, not going to hold 22 minutes against him, and it's going to they lost by 20. So, yes, I, I think that we had seen ceiling mellow the the, yeah. the couple games prior but this is what we go through a little right like there are times where we look at it it's like well john he's giving you 30 fantasy points what are we supposed to do at his price point draftkings to their credit at least only if you know, he's been one of the players where they haven't really adjusted his price too too much we, we talk a lot about how guys we, we question you know, they go through slumps and they get priced down too much and you like they've pretty much kept Lamelo in this like 9k range Mid eight Ks for the majority of the year, so there's no real discount even despite the last two slumps, two bad games that he's had. So I think because it's a high total and a one and a close spread, you'll probably see people going in his direction. But I just think that there's an equal likelihood that he bombs than he right.
1: succeeds. Okay, that's fair, and that, that's why we limit our exposure to tournaments. Fanfleet's not like an easy matchup for him either, nope. so especially defensively, and considering he can get in foul trouble himself, like that's not a tough toughie. That's a tough guard.
0: Yeah, Van Vliet didn't, didn't play in the first matchup between these two teams. But again, like he was in, we, we talk about the, these Toronto guys. Like They have a six-man rotation, seven-man yeah. rotation pretty much. Yeah. Another 38 minutes for Van Vliet against Atlanta. Uh, a really good shooting night for him again after slumping for a little bit there. And I still worry, who needs this all-star break more than the Toronto Raptors? <laughs> Nobody. Right? Like, maybe R.J. Barrett, who played 50 minutes last night because Dibbs just kept them on the floor the whole game. So you wonder, are Dead Legs going to come into play at any point? But... They played on the fourth. They didn't play on the fifth. They didn't play on the sixth. They're going to play on the seventh. So he's had basically two or three days to recover here. So I like Fred Van Vliet at 8,500 here. Gary Trent. Come back down to earth a little bit. I mean, it was impossible for him to keep playing the way he was he's not saying he's not on the floor, but he's not he wasn't giving you the five straight 30 pointers, right? So again, certainly a possibility that he does this in this game. Gary Trent went for 32 fantasy, 32 actual against Charlotte in the matchup in their last meeting. He was part of that. But he was actually the game that started for Gary Trent here. So that one didn't have Van Vliet a part of it. So that being said, again, we're seeing a lot more Van Vliet, I think, at 85. I'm definitely a big fan. Uh, there of that matchup. Same with Josh Giddy. They're not really touching the price, James, which I think we're fine with. He's filling up the stat sheet. I, I mentioned in my prize picks write-up yesterday that with Lou Dort is questionable for this, that we had a good chance of seeing a season high in shot attempts. And that's what we got a season high in shot attempts out of him yesterday, 19, 10 of 19 from the floor against Sacramento. Tougher matchup, 100% here against Golden State. So I take that for what it's worth, but he's going to be on the floor a ton. He's going to have the ball in his hands a ton. You could
1: just get volume numbers out of him, yeah, I don't hate it. I don't love it because, like you said, the volume's gonna be there. I guess we're asking a guy to it's tough though, like if there's no door i I don't know if we can rely on eight assists again against Golden State defense. I don't know if we can rely on a career high twenty four matching like matching the points again, either because I don't know it's a tough sell. I, I don't hate it. But I ha- I definitely have my doubts just considering the matchup just considering the matchup
0: honestly. Okay, that's fine. Again, it's it's a mid seven k tier and, and and the pricing or the matchup like we mentioned is what it is. But I do wonder if like he ever just comes off the floor in general, right? If it does become a blowout, does Giddy just play against the backups? Like I I don't, you know, just game game theory I guess potentially right. in play there. Mid tier, Kyle Lowry played 31 minutes against Charlotte, uh, gave you 30 fantasy points. Still nothing special out of him. Only six shot attempts in that game probably not too much interest from us on that one but no it's just more than noting that he is back Tyler hero is also questionable for this game so maybe and so is jimmy butler as well so if, if both of those guys end up being out and lowry is in that's going to obviously change the situation with him and the price point at 6600 is pretty appealing
1: i would say it would definitely be a thing we'd be really interested in if hero sat and if butler sat I just, if both those guys play, I would just instantly pivot to Dinwiddie. Just considering, like, okay, Dinwiddie obviously wasn't great. The whole, the whole. Again,
0: they were down 34 in yeah, 23 minutes.
1: So. Harold's out here talking about how bad it is, and the whole team, like, apparently, they, like, there is a rumor that they didn't take to Spencer Dinwiddie's leadership at all, and they want him out. So he's could be traded. There's turmoil in the locker room.
0: Doesn't it feel like Mantras Harold's the one that's causing all these problems? Yeah,
1: I mean the fight with KCP. Yes, right. it does. It does. But at the same time, like we're not there, so like who knows what the actual story is? And, sure. and but I, I would be hard pressed to ignore Dinwiddie sixty two without Beal, who's they said we'd be reevaluated in a week. That was on the first, so he's not going to be back tomorrow. But I, at least I don't think so.
0: No, um, he'll be back after the break
1: if he's not traded.
0: If he's not traded. <laughs> Uh, that would be a quite a turn of events what about AO any any interest there get 8.7 boards today at a double-doubled game before that you know I know again I know it's Chris Paul I know it's Devin Booker
1: but just thoughts we need guys out I think um at 62 if Levine and Kobe White sit again I'd have interest okay but it's like it's not my favorite price to get to if both those guys are in
0: I, I almost feel like I, man, eh, maybe not. I, was saying, I almost feel like if Kobe White's in it, would, it would be a little bit easier. I might agree
1: with you there. Bec- I might agree that like we need Levine out because then I think AO's minutes are like super secure,
0: and it gives them another scoring outlet. Yep. Right there as yep. Well, so. Exactly.
1: Uh, good, good point.
0: So those are guys that are in play. Trey Mann, again, I know it's the matchup against the Golden State. He's 4,900, a 6 of 18 shoot yesterday, 32 minutes of back-to-back games, up and down scoring with him. But if Dort's out, again, somebody has to score the basketball for them.
1: This man is not afraid to shoot the basketball. Huh? I
0: watched him miss four straight threes yesterday. So I, it, it, for prize picks, we took the over 15 and a half. He did get there for us, but it was frustrating there. Four straight possessions literally came down and bricked to three. I'm like, oh God, <laughs> like... Not good. He's not a good shooter. He, again, he, he scored 16 points yesterday, shooting 33%
1: from the floor. So. Yeah, it's just volume, volume, volume. But, John, they need it. They need somebody to score the basket. He need So I do want to bring up the same price point, Alec Burks. Sure. I, look, I will say this. I want to – let me backtrack real quick. Who knows what the hell Thibodeau is going to do on a day-to-day basis? No clue. One day, quickly plays 25 minutes – the next day, Kemba plays 22. The next day, Burks plays 30, right? Who the hell knows? But Alec Burks, 26 plus minutes in two of the last three. I He feels like the best bet on a given night to play the minutes. Plus, a little revenge narrative here. Wasn't very healthy in Utah during his like first run in the NBA. So maybe he'll be uh, looking to get back at uh, his old squad there.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't mind it. Let's go on over to shooting guard. Let's see if somebody
1: else. I mean, like Aaron Holiday's is playing like 18 to 22 minutes, but... So is Raul nato, Like, if you want to go either. Yeah, of those. they
0: started. They start holiday. Obviously, would be allowed, but yep. there's just no upside with him.
1: Yeah, there's no shooting
0: guard. Then Booker's here at 89. So it's a lowest price point for him since January 20th was the last time he was below 8900 or 8800. So yeah, so we got like 10 straight games of over 9K, and that was 89.
1: That's interesting, right? A little bit. He's been really good on the road this year. If you look at his splits, uh, shoots better from the field, shoots better from three, scores more points, scores more fantasy points. Let's see if where he's from. Is he from Chicago, though? No. I think he's like a. I think he's from Michigan. Oh, from Michigan, from Michigan huh? So he is. He's, so he's used to the. He's used to this weather, so he, he won't have a problem.
0: Grand Rapids, he was born, so yeah. maybe he grew up a
1: Bulls fan. Maybe, may, hey. I mean, I'm sure a lot of a lot of people have Robert. shout out that shout out that MJ guy. Right. Or Derek Rose, probably, when he was growing yeah, up. Yeah, true.
0: Uh, <laughs> Derek Rose still playing. Anyway, so him, Donnie Mitch at 84. We we talked, we cautioned and talked about Donovan Mitchell in his return against Brooklyn. Yes, he was limited. He played 22 minutes, but it didn't really matter. He went for 42 <laughs> fantasy points. 27-3-6 and on a 23-point win over Brooklyn. And Now he's getting your Knicks. He's still $8,400 here.
1: What are your thoughts? I wish... Okay, I wanted to look up Popcorn Machine to see... Where Mitchell, so he didn't play the final nine minutes of the fourth. So he could have probably what, 25, 26, 27 minutes, probably 28
0: minutes, maybe something in that range.
1: So he should probably play like 30 minutes here. I I have no
0: problem. Oh uh, yeah, I think he's good to go. I don't think we'll. See. It was only concussion, so right. I, I don't think there's any real reason for him to be overly limited.
1: Yeah, I like I can get to 84. I don't love the pace, but I know this game's gonna have a juicy total because it's Utah and they're always involved in like change of the narrative and... from years past. Utah now doesn't play defense, so <laughs> yeah. Well, when they don't have Rudy Gobert in, in the middle of their defense, it's hard. He's True. that guy's pretty good. He doesn't get a lot of credit, but he's pretty damn good. He's like a multi-time defensive. That's player fair. There. That's that's fair. Well, <laughs> I I would say his peers probably understand it. I think a lot of people. Don't like Rudy Gobert because he's not like flashy offensively and like. Sure. He just very, he just changes games in ways that people don't get excited for.
0: I'll agree with that. He changes the shot at the rim. So, so yeah, he's there at 84, $7,100. for i am fine running that. Yeah. Uh, matchup for sure. Maybe also beneficial to, to Mitchell here. Clarkson's questionable. So no angles, obviously out for the year. If Clarkson doesn't play, maybe shortens the rotation a bit, or maybe it gives Mitchell a little bit more lead on the floor. They could obviously just play Butler or uh, Forrest as well, but, or Hughes, whatever rotation that they got there. <laughs> the guys that nobody knows about on Utah. You get Gary Trent at 63 opposite of Rozier in that matchup. And then we have Clay. First game, I don't play his three-point prop. He hits seven of
1: them. Did you hear the interview? No. We got. We have to jot this down. We, we must remember this for future matchups against the Kings. He first off he scored his six his thirty seven point quarter in a six point game against the the Kings. Yep. And then they post game interviewed him after this game, and he said, "With the tenth pick in the NBA draft, the Sacramento Kings select not play Thompson." Interesting. That, that was his interview, and he said, "I remember every time I play them." So did he just,
0: get picked eleventh that year, or think, was he supposed to get taken by the Kings and they balked on him?
1: I think he was. Yeah, that, 11th, yeah. yeah and now he's and he wears number 11 and the kings took jimmer i think it was or yeah something along uh, they those. they did lines. they
0: took jimmer for that yeah they nice. were
1: traded yeah traded to sacramento so so does he feel that way about like every game that, that drafted before him or just probably he, i mean if we want to or, or we, maybe you could be right where it's like maybe the kings like had talked with him and like like that's what he, i'm thinking is that like the kings called
0: him, told talked told him like, them, hey, like we're, like we're you. gonna take you we're
1: gonna take you if you're there
0: and then like maybe jimmer fell because jimmer was pretty highly regarded coming out of college he's like the leading scorer in the college basketball maybe after the wizards selected jan visley at six overall (laughs) they were like oh man jimmer's still here after the wizards botched this pick and brutal uh, just to sacramento as part of a trade to charlotte good job charlotte there What (laughs) what an ugly draft this was one. We all know what Kyrie is. But then after Derrick after S- nine S-
1: games after nine games of college, by the way.
0: Yeah, Derek Williams was okay. He had moments. He had moments. Sorry for oh, the, the yeah. tangent here, guys. Derek Williams was fine. He definitely had some moments for us in DFS for sure. I vividly remember rostering some Derek Williams at times later in his career. Enos Cantor went third overall. Kendra's fine, but not third Tristan Thompson went fourth. <laughs> Jay Val went Fifth and they never played him in Toronto they, they, they 20 they minutes a off night off the bench then yeah I'm gonna imagine this is probably Jan Vest uh, did he ever play in the NBA uh, yeah he played like a year did don't imagine he did good pick Washington and then Bismack still hanging around maybe his best season ever is right now for Phoenix Brandon Knight good player no DJ
1: yeah
0: Kemba Walker okay nod nod to you there then Jimmer Klay Thompson 11 Alec Burks so Utah had two picks in the top 12 and went Cantor and Burks. But again, this draft, not great. You had the Morris brothers, 13 to 14. And then and then Kawhi Leonard gets taken by the Pacers, eventually traded to San Antonio. Nikola Vucevic right after that, 16th overall pick to the 76ers, part of that big trade for Andrew Bynum. Big mistake there. And then it went Amon Shumpert, 17. Chris Singleton. Who? Shut up. He's a, uh, yeah, he was like the Florida State guy. And don't think he ever probably played more than nope. a year or two in the NBA. Toby went
1: 19. Modi Junis. I was Junis <laughs> when he played. Lefty, <laughs> dude, when he was on the Rockets, those Rockets teams were yeah. so fun. Him and, when and he Terrence was on Jones teams. just rocking. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so he went 20.
0: Nolan Smith, 21 to Portland.
1: No idea. Shout out, shout out, Duke. Shout out, Duke. Great.
0: Yeah, the uh, the Manimal, Kenneth Fareed, Nikola Miritich went 23, Reggie Jackson went 24, uh, Marshawn Brooks, eventually part of the greatest NBA trade in history, Boston fleecing the New Jersey Nets. He was dealt there. Jordan Hamilton, Juwan Johnson, Norris Cole, Corey Joseph, and then the last pick in the first round that year, your Chicago Bulls draft Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good I would say that's
1: pretty good a pretty good draft pick there.
0: There's a whole bunch of nothing going on in this draft. And Butler goes third. <laughs> Maybe the best. I uh, can't say they're the best. Kawhi, Luce, He's probably better than Vucevic, but Kawhi and Clay and Kyrie, like, you know, there's five good players in that round. Anyways, sorry for the tangent, just an ugly draft there. But good to know that Clay Thompson hates the Kings something to pay attention to uh, I guess moving forward the next time they have the schedule so Clay Thompson 63 again we worry about the blow but he can do it in 20 minutes not yeah. Mikel bridges I don't mind actually giving him a chance here uh, going up <laughs> against the Bulls I think that one's fine 6100. Yep. yep it's been good Evan Fournier put him in the play put him in the prize fix plays the other day uh, over 14 and a half he hit I'm also pretty in on his three-point prop but they didn't give it to us because prize fix is afraid had been over two and a half For whatever reason, he was just smashing that. So we'll see if it's on the board again. But $5,500, I I like that Fournier is playing a whole boatload of minutes right now.
1: Yeah, the only thing we have to worry about is Thibodeau. And at any point, he could pull the plug on Fournier's minutes just because, right? Like he's done it like all year long with Fournier and Kemba for whatever one reason or another, a.k.a. the one reason they can't play defense. I I still just will only play Fournier in tournaments.
0: That's fine. I I mean, 27 minutes.
1: Yeah, I like they started. He started with... We'll we'll see the status of Dort. If Dort sits, he'll start and he's in play. If Dort plays, I'm probably not going there.
0: Okay. More uh, value tier shooting guards. Anybody uh, anybody for you?
1: I mean, if guys are out for Miami, and I know Stress and Martin are in, but those two guys are in play. Seemingly everyone is on the injury report for probably
0: it. Duncan Robinson, right? If, like, uh, Duncan all Robinson. Of those guys
1: are... He's playing minutes again, twenty-seven, thirty-four, so
0: thirty-six hundred for him too.
1: Thirty-six hundred, yeah, it's that's the cheapest it's gonna get. So yeah, I would go Duncan Robinson.
0: Arnold uh, Porter is questionable. Iguodala is questionable. Do we run back to
1: Moses Moody at thirty-two? You know? he, he started. It's just tough because like he would get blowout run. He would get blowout run. Yeah, we can if if those guys are out, we can go back there.
0: Tournaments only, obviously, we're not. Um, all right small forward position butler's at the top at 9700 now he was ni- under 9k for a bit if he's in do you play him are you worried about the matchup at all i mean again washington just lost was basically losing by 34 the other day
1: washington's really bad i might have some interest especially if hero were to sit just butler will have the ball in his hands so much okay
0: if levine returns at 93 no thanks okay uh
1: <laughs> og at 73 it's pretty it's okay that's, he that's appro- he feels appropriately priced. I like RJ. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. Like Utah is not the best defensive team without Rudy Gobert. I wanna. When's the last time Gobert played? I just want to pull it up. One twenty three. I just want to look at what their defensive rating is. That's fine um, without Gobert. And
0: and Barrett's a guy that realistically sure never get the plug pulled on him.
1: Right now, outside of a blowout. And even yeah. then, sometimes, then he's still playing. Third- <laughs> yeah, you don't need to even worry about the blowout. The guy's going to play minutes. Utah 23rd in defensive rating. 23rd since yep. the 24th, the day after Gobert was absent. They're two and four without him. So. Okay. Yeah, that, that works. Let's see.
0: I mean, Wiggins at 65 is sort of in the same Warriors boat, right? Right. Like. Mm-hmm great spot good matchup good price but you know how long are they going to even be competitive so. yeah
1: yeah nothing to add there that's not uh, yeah fair. i feel the same way dude you're I mean, looking you're looking at gordon hayward I know. I,
0: know, I know I i clicked him too i know that he played 22 <laughs> minutes and he was 0 for seven but he played no, 29 in his return the minutes are okay right like it was just a blowout, but he hasn't been good he's three for 20 since returning to the line but it's fine yeah, yeah. 5k
1: yeah i think this is something we should explore i i think this is something in tournaments you should like that's if you're cheap, playing
0: that's a cheap price point for
1: maybe if you're not playing just like if you're playing one lineup and you're like weary about it sure but if you're playing multiple lineups like you should be getting exposure to
0: five he's six. averaging 30 fantasy points on the we
1: which is 6x for and he's literally yeah he's literally five he's
0: never been this cheap has he even been under six k this year? Yeah, he was fifty. Okay, so when he returned, he was fifty eight, and then fifty nine. But that those are the lowest price points he's been all season long, and now he's nine hundred dollars less than that. I, I mean, yeah, you're gonna, gonna, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna have a hard time not want. I'm gonna have a hard time not having at least a lineup. I, I like to play the three maxes. I'll probably have a lineup of Gordon Hayward at 5k. I think that's just where I'm going to get some exposure to. Let's see. We can't do Cam J anymore. Sad life. If those guys are out again, what are your thoughts on Javante? He's been very good. And I played his, uh, his blocks and steals prop today. He had another game of three combined blocks and steals. So definitely on FanDuel. I don't know what his price point is over there. Where you get the extra point in Yahoo, we get the extra point. But, you know, last four games, 26, 25, 31, 28. And then today I imagine he was probably in that same vein dude 17 points two rebounds yep. assists a block and uh, two blocks on a steal today so another 25 fantasy points in 32 minutes this is a guy the celtics love they traded him to chicago for like Capra basically when they traded <laughs> tice right and then they I don't even remember what they got back. green about. was just a
1: throw green was just a throw in there
0: but the celtics brad stevens loved this guy like loved javante green they they tried starting him at point guard at times like when they needed him to be in there like they they think this kid's pretty it's pretty legit so something to pay attention to maybe a, a late bloomer because he is 28 years old but one of those G League all stars that are, are starting to come through but just his d- defensive numbers lately have been pretty solid so at 4200 I if he's starting again I, I and you mentioned before Phoenix plays a small lineup. Right? Like, Jake Crowder, power forward, Bridges at small... Like, a, a six six Javante Green isn't being outsized here. So, they're just never going to play Cam Reddish, huh?
1: Just no, I don't know what the hell's going on. Is he bad? Do we know? Like,
0: I, I don't think he's I bad. He's just... he, went back, he went back to how he used to play in aE remember? And he was, like, for the Hawks. Like, I don't know. I just don't
1: understand. Like, wh- I, don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But shout out to uh, Pokashevsky being back.
0: Yeah, that was kind of annoying because I had played the Basley rebounds yesterday. It was over seven and a half, and he had seven. And th- that was before I knew Poco was going to be playing. All of a sudden, this is the disadvantage you have sometimes of making your prize picks lines and you take a late slate game, because I had no expectations that Pokachevsky was going to play. And then all of a sudden, the report comes like, oh, <laughs> like the, the coach there, whatever his name is, was like, oh, Poku's going to play minutes tonight. I'm like, what? Like, come on. And that was where it was going to take away from Basley. It didn't take away from Basley in terms of minutes. Basley was actually very good, and we'll get to him in a moment. But Poku played 26 minutes, and the dude's seven feet tall. He grabbed (laughs) nine boards. And I missed by a hook on the Basley. So that was unfortunate. But listen, if they should be playing this kid, they used a first-round pick on him last year. So can you trust him? No, but 3,800, if we come out and he's like, we're going to play him minutes again. He's probably going to play below. There's just that potential for him. So.
1: Yeah, I like him. I, I really like him.
0: He's an interesting prospect they have. G League numbers, what did they say there? Uh, 12 game absence, primarily spent in the G League. Did, did he get, get any stats for him, though? No, they didn't give us his G- I was curious to see what, how he would perform down there, if he was killing it or not, but it doesn't seem like
1: that, that is the case. So,
0: anyways, back to uh, back to this.
1: Troy Brown, any interest to starting? He no. doesn't do it. He doesn't. Even when there's guys out, he just doesn't do anything. Yeah, so. I'm with you.
0: All right, power forward, ddr 98. Does Phoenix bother you here at all?
1: I mean, you mentioned they play a smaller lineup. I will entertain it. They do have better
0: well. defenders than what they face today.
1: That is that's fair. Uh, I'll entertain it if there's no Levine, but if there's – if he, Levine plays and not even remotely on my board. He scored 45. Yeah, he scored – no, that's what I'm saying. Like, he is – I mean, he did it all. He had nine rebounds, seven assists. Like, he does it all. But uh, if Levine plays, like, there's no way. We need 50 fantasy points, and I just don't trust that he's going to get that.
0: Yeah. I'm with you there. All right. Next grouping in the power forward, BFC Akron versus Charlotte. I'm in there, 92. That's fine. randall has been playing a little bit better of late. 66 fantasy points in that OT game against the Lakers. 50 against Memphis in 37 minutes. No-go bear.
1: Thoughts on, on Julius 88? Yeah, he's, bumped, he's uh, boosting his trade stock.
0: Well, he's unfollowed the Knicks on all social media, so.
1: Yeah, r- apparently. Uh, we'll see if he's actually dealt We'll see if that's what he's doing, but I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I think it's like a, it's a neutral play at 88. We didn't like him over. We didn't like him approaching 10K. Well, he's under 9K, so I can't really hate on the price point anymore.
0: Miles Bridges, another guy that's taken a pretty big drop off on value on pricing of late. A guy that's usually over 8K, 7700 here against Toronto.
1: He's fine. I'd probably rather play Kuzma for cheaper. I know it's like not the best matchup, but also yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: PJ Tucker.
1: Where were yeah. We to... to
0: that point, three games against Miami this year, and I don't know how many of these were without Bam. 16 and 10, though. So averaging a double in three games against them. So Bam's played
1: in two. So Bam's played in two, and Tucker has played in two. So they both been so they both been there.
0: Yeah. Something yeah. to pay attention to. Our boy's not cheap anymore. Darius Bazley <laughs> 5400, but 36, 36, 37 minutes. Again, it's all about just this matchup. Yeah. Uh, it worries you or not, but I mean. You know, Golden State, their power forward position isn't really that that weird. Right. Uh, well, it, it
1: depends, right? If Porter plays and starts, then you know he's still a good defender. He's still a good he's still a good basketball player. So I don't know. I it, it's just such a trap for 5400. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was so much easier when he was
1: like 3800. Right, because he like could stay. 4100. He could be bad, like in the Portland game. He's a good or, player, though. <laughs> he's he has a lot of skills. Yes. He can do a lot of different things. But, like, in the Portland game, he's 1 of 6 from the floor, but he can—he made up for it at his price because, 12 you boards. know, 12 boards. If he goes 1 of 6 at 54 and doesn't go for 12 boards, I mean, you might as well just turn the TV off and... and- <laughs> move on to tuesday slate
0: that's fair we've talked hayward already uh, what are they doing washington nope he's dead now oh yeah so here's where we need to talk and i guess maybe this could be porter reliant as well but also so jonathan coming played 29 and 26 minutes here but what's interesting is that it's coming at the expense of kevin looney kevin if you look at popcorn machine kevin looney's minutes in the second half of these games have been They've always been non-existent lately. And it's been Kaminga that's been stealing them. Like, it's sh- it's just what it's been for whatever reason. Looney, 21 and 23 minutes these last two games. He's been decent. But in the second half of these games, you're seeing a lot more Kaminga instead of Looney.
1: What was the... I'm trying to look up. Popcorn Machine doesn't have... The, they don't have
0: the third the or the Kings, first?
1: The Kings game. Unless I missed it. I'm just going... Look at the, sec- the third on... Uh-huh. Well, the third was the game where nobody was healthy for the Warriors.
0: No, no the third, Curry, Looney, Wiggins. Oh, they all played? Okay, okay. Yeah. And then look at the second half. for Looney didn't play at all in the fourth quarter, and he got subbed out at the three-minute mark of the third, and Kaminga basically played the rest of that game. Basically played the whole game. Holy smokes. I mean, and then if you look at the game before that on the first, I think it was Golden State versus San Antonio, a game they won by four. That was the game that nobody played. That was again. the game that nobody but played. But again, okay. Looney subbed out at the four minute mark of the third period, never came back in. It was all Kaminga.
1: Yeah, that was the game he went crazy in. That was the game Kaminga went nuts
0: so, in. But back-to-back games, Looney checks out mid-third quarter and never returns. And it's it's Kaminga the rest of the way okay and if you're the warriors who would you rather play your first round pick jonathan kaminga or kevin looney i mean and now we think there could be a blowout here against the thunder
1: yeah if kaminga's balling like this
0: but the and they're not starting kaminga they've been starting moody so if porter is active does that change things like moody's still playing a bunch of minutes in these games moody right this is where i guess i'm trying to I, i it's a risk because i don't know how this rotation's working but like it feels like they're running Kamingo over Looney in the second half of these games.
1: Yeah. We just need to know the status of Porter and okay. Iguodala, right, to feel, like, better about it. Cause I'm but, with he, you.
0: but he is the five. Like, uh, he, yeah. is playing the five here.
1: Yeah, and I remember in preseason, they talked about this, where Kerr was figuring out, like, they were, like, asking... Kerr, me, the media was asking Kerr, like, where are you going to play this kid? And he was like, Yeah, he can play really everywhere, but we're experimenting a lot of small ball five with him. So,
0: right. So, I, I just think it's interesting given the matchup here. 10 point because, spread cause, cause, came cause out, by
1: the way. 10 point in spread this, in this game. Yeah. The Warriors are 10 point favorites on the road.
0: Because the Thunder plays kind of a smallish lineup, too. And it, it, it's a GBP play for sure. But I mean, the way kaminga has been playing, he's a fancy per minute freak right? Mm-hmm. So $4,600. If he, he gets another 25 to 30 minutes here tonight in this matchup. He could really go off. So something to pay attention to there for sure. I like Jake Crowder at 41. Again, 22 uh, fancy points in 34 minutes against Atlanta, just the 24 minutes against Washington. But again, the blowout there. So I think this is a good spot for him for sure. Uh, we could talk Poku. I think that's probably it.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. Hachimura, Hachimura, 24 minutes. I don't know if it's due to the blowout, but just interesting to see his minutes trending upwards. I
0: think Hachimura is going to be a post-trade deadline darling, truthfully. Yep. They're going to clear out some roster space on this roster, and I think you can see Hachie get some run there. Center, you have Vucevic at 10-1. I don't know if I want to pay. He's been good. I think if Levine's out, I'd give it a little bit harder. Yep. 10-1's a little bit steep. Bam at 9K against the Wizards. Again, you will just got to worry about the game, but in the blowout against Charlotte, he still had 49 fantasy points. So if everybody sits, that obviously changes the narrative on Bam at 9K. It's a, it's a yeah. pretty legit spot. Aiton, still on a minute's limit here. Just 24 minutes, but 48 fantasy points. <laughs> 20 and 16 we just saw Jojo and B just tear apart Vucevic today so if we get any word of a minute's raise here on Aiton I could have some mild interest I think for sure well they're
1: talking about the Suns were up 27 at half this is the game you we were talking about the other day true where they were up 34, yeah, were up going, 34 into going into
0: the fourth yeah so maybe he was well on his way to a minute's increase so i uh, listen 7,200 for Aiton's not bad I don't think the matchup's too bad for him
1: against Vucevic no I think that's a great price I think it I think the price and and it's a five and a half point spread. I think the total is probably going to be pretty juicy. Still don't have it, but I could definitely get behind eight and seventy two for sure. Yep, that's where I'm that's where I'm feeling here as well.
0: All right, do you like Whiteside at six K against the Knicks?
1: He came off the bench, right? Didn't yeah. he? They started Azubuki. Yeah. Because um, it was his first game back from it, Yeah, six K is fine. Don't like it's. I'm indifferent about it. I think it's fine. A
0: plum dog again. It was a blowout. So he only played 24 minutes, but another 10 rebounds for him. Double-digit <laughs> boards now in four or five. Yeah, tournaments, tournaments for sure. Let's see, Mitch Rob, 30 minutes. I
1: eh,
0: eh. think exciting there again. I don't know what to do with Looney
1: anymore. I don't think we can play him. Things are only going to get weirder when Porter and Iguodala are back in the front court too. And like, like then. Could they experiment with like super small lineups without a porter at the five? Like who knows? Steve Kerr is one of those guys who likes to experiment with lineups and uh, I think Looney five one's a little too steep.
0: So Gafford's already been ruled out for this game. Thomas Bryant's thirty four hundred, he had been starting lately anyways, and then Harold's forty seven. Playing uh, minutes. And he's been playing more minutes than Bryant. Any interest?
1: Yeah, Harold. I don't think I'm gonna play Thomas Bryant, but you do bring up a good point. He's thirty four hundred. He's um, just not doing a whole lot.
0: And, and Gafford, I mean, Gafford played 21 minutes on the second. He only played seven against Phoenix in that blowout. So and it's not like Gafford's been like cutting into Bryant. It's just been that Harrell's been playing a lot. So.
1: Yeah, I think, I think they're Harrell, probably
0: showcasing Harrell here.
1: Yeah, I agree. And then I think the only person out outside of I would look at Mamadi Diakite, the center for the Thunder. That's he's not 3K on. anymore, but he's starting 24 plus minutes the last two games and. Three straight with 18 plus fantasy points. 3700, 18 fantasy points. What do you think? Of, what do you
0: think about Azubuki if he starts again? First round I, pick for them last year. Yeah, first round pick, and he's
1: good. Back double almost rebounds, back
0: to back games.
1: Yeah, almost two straight double doubles. Like he just needed another basket in the first one. I don't hate it. I, I really don't hate it. So we've the good thing is we know that he'll be around the rim because Robb does not leave the paint. Right. So he'll right. be able Azubuki to doesn't want to leave the paint. So. <laughs> Azubuki doesn't want to leave the paint either. So it just be a battle of two guys just looking to grab rebounds.
0: Exactly. So that wraps it up here. That's our look at five games. Uh, James will be on the playbook. I'll have the value vault for everybody. Else. If you have any questions, hit us in Twitter and on Discord. But for now, James and I will catch you later.